You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's Tuesday, September 5th. I'm Zeke Robison. Today, climate change has finally come for Burning Man. Unpredictable weather and delays following Hurricane Hillary turned the festival for ultra-wealthy techno-utopians and hedonists into a literal quagmire. Welcome to the new normal. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what other Wired podcasts you can check out today. When the history of Burning Man 2023 is written... It's likely Diplo and Chris Rock deciding to trudge for five miles out of the festival site will be recorded as the point the fun stopped. The musician and actor were forced to abandon their campsite by foot as torrential rains turned the Nevada desert, which hosts the annual Hedonists Festival, into a mud bath. The temporary roads throughout the vast festival site turned into rivers, and people who signed up for eight days of partying and dancing Burning Man began on August 27th, have instead been forced to plod through thick mud. Many have resorted to rationing food and water as toilets fail and new supplies can't reach the site because of treacherous conditions. This year, rain, and plenty of it, has reduced Burning Man and Black Rock City, the festival's 70,000-strong temporary settlement, to a quagmire. All routes in and out of Black Rock City have been closed to traffic to avoid the ground being torn up by repeated tire tracks. Attendees are being asked to choose between sheltering in place or trekking on foot through mud to escape. The cause? Extreme weather wrought by climate change, which is resulting in increasing amounts of rain being dumped on the southwestern U.S. states at this time of year. These sorts of heavy summer rainfall events in the region are expected, as the well-known southwestern summer monsoon is expected to yield larger amounts of rainfall in a warming climate, says Michael Mann, Presidential Distinguished Professor in the University of Pennsylvania's Department of Earth and Environmental Science. This year's summer has been particularly hot in the southwest. NASA Earth Observatory called this year's heat wave relentless. That has a knock-on effect on potential rainfall. For every 1 degree Celsius temperature increase there is, there's a 7% increase in moisture in the atmosphere. A warmer atmosphere holds more moisture. So when conditions are favorable for rainfall to occur as they are during the monsoon season, we expect more of it, says man. And when that rainfall lands on the 4,000-acre dry lake bed that hosts Burning Man, it causes problems. The ground underfoot consists of the sort of soil that easily creates a layer of mud when you add enough water, says man. Campers know that. 
The launch of the event was delayed in late August because of rainfall from Hurricane Hillary, and research shows that the Blackrock Playa, where Burning Man is based, turns into a mud bath in winter months when rain traditionally falls, making the central portions almost entirely inaccessible for recreation. Burning Man is a week-long festival held in the Nevada desert that attracts hedonists and the rich to party in a utopian community where commerce is banned and bartering is the main method of economics. Of course, you have to pay for some things, like entry, which starts at $575, but excludes camp fees, which can run into thousands of dollars, and supplies, which cost a similar amount. Because Burning Man chooses to situate its event in the Nevada desert, resources, including food and generators, need to be trucked to the site, a challenge given heavy rain has made roads impassable. It's this in part that explains why Chris Rock decided to abandon the event. In an Instagram story, he posted that he understood portable toilets couldn't be emptied, supplies delivered, and extra generators sent because of flooding. But others haven't given up. For Anya Kamenetz, who attended her first Burning Man in 2003, the rainfall hasn't phased her or her fellow campmates. We're really prepared, she says, though she admits that the weather's impact means you can't get around the city at all. Vehicles are banned from traveling around for fear of making the ground worse or getting stuck and blocking routes earmarked as exit routes for when it's safe to leave. Those who choose to walk around the site can still party, as always, but some have decided against doing so. Kamenetz and her campmates are continuing as normal, with some significant alterations. We don't know when we're going to get drinking water, or if, or porta potty services, or fuel, or gray water services, she says. As a result, they're conserving as much water as possible. They're not urinating in the porta potties, but on the ground. We're not rationing food, but we're just trying to make sure everyone is as thoughtful as possible, she says. Showers are out, as is dishwashing. The rainfall began on the afternoon of September 1st around 1.30 p.m. and didn't stop for around nine hours, Kamenetz says. At first you're like, well, it'll clear up and we'll go out more later. But then we were making dinner and it was like, wow, this is going to be impossible. By nightfall on September 2nd, with the ground turning from desert to quagmire, Kamenetz had resigned herself to being stuck on site. For how long that will be, she's less sure. Every time it rains more, it sets the clock back a little bit, she says. However, when there are breaks in the rain, the time scale gets expedited. On September 2nd, people were uncertain they'd get to leave before September 7th. Now they're hopeful to be free sooner. Kamenetz has been surprised by how well the 70,000-strong community has taken the weather's impact on their party. Burning Man people really pride themselves on, first of all, being prepared to confront the elements, and secondly, being cooperative and being in a good spirit, she says. She has seen a few confrontations between those who are demanding to leave, getting into their cars and making a break for it, and other burners, as attendees are called, who are stopping them. But mostly, Kamenetz has seen people accepting their fate. An annual getaway for hedonists and a particular subsection of the ultra-rich Silicon Valley tech community has always been a bit of an odd sell. Pitch up a vast, temporary city of 70,000 people every year with attendees jetting in from all four corners of the globe to party. Some attendees of the event have repeatedly highlighted concerns about the impact the festival has on the planet. The event reports its carbon footprint to be 100,000 tons of carbon dioxide, more than 90% of which is accounted for by travel to and from the site. By comparison, Glastonbury's carbon footprint is net negative according to one analysis, Burning Man looks likely to miss its 2030 target of being carbon negative. The climate impact of the event has long been known as a problem. 
climate change protesters, including some burners, picketed the road into and out of the Nevada desert where Burning Man takes place as the event was due to begin this year. Several were arrested. One of the reasons we did this protest was because almost everyone involved was a burner and we saw the potential for that community to be able to make a real change, says Emily Collins, a co-founder of climate campaign group Rave Revolution, who was one of those picketing the event. One burner has previously written a Medium post titled Climate Change is an Existential Threat to Black Rock City, the city that organizers create annually at the festival. Nikki Caravelli, a climate resilience planner in Sacramento, California, who regularly attends the event, co-wrote a memo with organizers in August 2021 highlighting how the event had to adapt to the climate crisis. Caravelli did not respond to a request for comment. But attendees should take note. Mother Nature is not without a sense of irony, and surely she displayed it here, says Mann. What took place this year at Burning Man speaks profoundly to the message of the climate protesters who were shouted down by Burning Man only days earlier. Mann thinks this could be a liminal moment for those in attendance, the very sort of unbridled consumption and exploitation of nature that sadly now marks this event is precisely what is favoring the sort of extreme weather that this year turned the event into a scene from a disaster film. Make sure to check out our other Wired podcasts. Today in Wired Business, how to remove your personal info from Google by using its Results About You tool. Checking in on Wired Science, the high-stakes calculus of preventing wildfires by burying power lines. And on Wired Security, how to use Proton Sentinel to keep your accounts safe. Listen to these stories and more at wired.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening to Wired. Check back in tomorrow to hear more stories from wired.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.